0: he could. William Tucker, number 12, was the senior quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. He was 6'5", 235, and fast. He could throw and he could run. He could have gone pro after his sophomore or junior years, but he wanted a national championship trophy sitting between the Heisman Trophy he had won last year as the top college football player in America and the one he would certainly win this year, the first back-to-back Heisman winner in 40 years. They were undefeated, 8-0, and ranked number one in the nation. Oklahoma, their opponent that day, was also undefeated and ranked number two. The winner of this game, known as the Red River Rivalry, and played in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas each year during the State Fair at Texas, would be the odds-on favorite to win the national championship. They were down four points with eight seconds left in the game. So far that season, they had won five times on dramatic fourth-quarter comebacks, engineered by William Tucker. But his teammates still didn't believe in his destiny. He did. He was born to play football, specifically quarterback. He had the height to see over the defensive line, the hands to hold a pro-sized football as if it were a peewee league ball, and the arm to hurl the ball far downfield, a requirement in the pass-happy offensive schemes employed by the pros. And the pros were chomping at the bit for William Tucker. He was the prototype NFL quarterback big enough to withstand the physical punishment pro quarterback suffered at the hands of 300-pound defensive linemen, strong enough to stand in the pocket and make the throw, and fast enough to evade the rush when his protection broke down and turn a negative play into a positive play. He was big, he was strong, and he was fast. He was the best there ever was. He was on the cover of the current edition of Sports Illustrated. In five months, he would go number one in the pro draft and sign a five-year, $100 million guaranteed contract with Dallas. Word was the Cowboys were trading up to take him. William Tucker would be their franchise quarterback. He would make Big D forget Meredith, Staubach, and Aikman. The fans had already forgotten Romo. He was 22 years old. The dream that had first taken shape in his mind ten years before, I'm gonna be the Cowboys quarterback, he had said, as all 12-year-old boys in Texas say, would come true. But he wanted a national championship to close out his college career, and Oklahoma stood in the way. He had to motivate his teammates for one more big play, Playing quarterback was part athlete, part motivational speaker, part religious leader. He had to make them believe. He often felt like Moses. If Moses had played quarterback at the University of Texas at Austin, he stepped to the middle of the huddle and yelled over the crowd noise. Look around, guys. This is why we play the game. This is why we play for the Texas Longhorns. 90,000 fans in those stands, millions more watching on national TV. We win today, it's a straight shot to the national championship game. We lose, we're done. I don't know about you boys, but I didn't come up to Dallas to lose to a bunch of fucking Okies, and we're not gonna lose. One play, one touchdown, we win. Now suck it up and kick some Okie ass. He stuck out a fist. The ten other players crowded close and placed their hands on top of his fist. On too hard. Ready? Break. They broke the huddle and hurried to the line of scrimmage. The offensive linemen took their pass-blocking stances. A pass play was a given. Williams stayed back in the shotgun formation, flanked by Ernie on his left. He looked at the weak side linebacker's feet. His left foot was forward. He was blitzing. William motioned Ernie over to his right side. He then focused on the middle of the defense. He stepped close to his center and slapped his wide butt. Fifty-five's a Mike. His offensive linemen had to account for the middle linebacker, the Mike in football jargon. Otherwise, the 260-pound Mike would crash through the line.